Anime Double Play fans, welcome back to your favorite anime podcast. This is Anime Double Play. We're coming at you on a February 20th of 2020. We got twos and zeros up on this date right now. Podcast should be out on the 21st. Maybe. But uh, we are, maybe, yeah, you'll, yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. Or Saturday. Or Saturday. Well, it'll be up and you guys can hear our thoughts on all the anime we watched this week and more. But, uh. Mary, what's going on? How was your week? Uh, my week was good. Yeah, pretty standard week, I gotta say. Nothing um, super crazy happened. I did start reading a new manga that I'm kind of excited about, so um, that'll be nice. What is it? It's called The Golden Sheep. Um, the Golden Sheep? Yes, it's by Kaori Ozaki, who um, wrote one of my favorite manga, The God's Lie, as you know. Right, right, right. Um, I saw, I was in the city this weekend, I had a wonderful weekend, I saw a Broadway show, it was amazing, um, and I was in Midtown Comics, and I saw The Golden Sheep, and I picked it up, and it was by Kaori Osaki, and I was like, oh my god, I know her, and I didn't buy it, and I went, I was like, oh, that's cool, she has another anime, and then the rest of the, manga, and the rest of the day I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh man, I should have bought it, like, I should, I like I like her a lot. I should support her. So I was at a rock show that Sunday, and I ordered the first three volumes. So I read them. And they're good. It's really fun because usually now I read everything online, and I only buy it if I really love it. So it was really exciting, like, holding a manga, and I had no idea what was going to happen. You know? Like, it's been a while. It's it's literally been a while, so I'm really enjoying it. It's beautifully, beautifully messy, and um, I think it's going to be good. Cool. That's awesome. It's always fun to read new stuff, right? To- totally, yeah. Totally. Totally awesome. Uh, I gotta say, I didn't consume any new stuff this week. I watched all my seasonal stuff, which I'm actually watching a lot of stuff. So, um, oh, I'm watching cool. five anime this season, so... Yeah, that's enough. That's definitely enough. Yeah. So, I got my my plate of anime every week, so... Um, but I should go back to reading Oyasumi Poon Poon, just because I really liked it. So... Yeah, I need to... Um, He just released a new manga that I want to read. But um, I feel like before I read it, I should read Poon Poon because I've only heard spectacular things about it. Poon Poon will fuck you up. It's crazy. I know, that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's crazy. But, alright. I, honestly, I don't really have much else going on. I've been doing a lot of like non-anime stuff that people probably aren't that interested in. Just like some League of Legends fantasy betting stuff it's been like a lot of my time messing around with some different programs i think i'm gonna try to learn r so r r r it's kind of like you really do like one like piece okay i'm i'm leaving <laughs> i'm out goodbye goodbye hello welcome to the podcast this is mary your favorite host the only host now the only host I'm seceding. But yeah, I just like haven't been doing a ton of other anime stuff. I haven't really been playing much video games either. I played some League of Legends last night for some reason. But besides that, I haven't been doing much. Been working a lot. Yeah, same. Work's been getting a little crazy, which is good because I'm newish to this job. I just hit my one year and I'm getting put on all these projects because I'm responsible and I'm a good worker and I can handle them but I'm also really busy so it's sad <laughs> but that's okay um yeah another thing for me I've officially added um Jibaku Shonen Haku- Hanako-kun to my um weekly watching list um, I was watching the dub. I decided I really liked it, so I decided I went back and I watched it all subbed. There's five or six episodes out, and it's the, one of my favorite anime of the season. It just Thomas. It just became really good all of a sudden, and I'm really excited. Boom! Yeah, like this is about the spirit that hangs out in the bathroom. It's literally about a toilet spirit, and the last episode was so good. 
and I watched it last Friday, and like every day I've been checking. And I know it comes out on Friday, but I've still been checking because it was just so good, and I'm I'm really enjoying it. It it went usually when I want an anime to go somewhere, it doesn't go there, and this is going in the exact direction I wanted it to, and it's really good. So it's about this ghost boy who um the they're at this school, it's a middle school, high school, and they have the um, seven wonders of the academy. And the seventh wonder is the ghost who haunts the girls' bathroom in the old building, which dates all the way back to, like, before World War One, Like, all the way back. And a girl goes in there to want to make a wish. She meets the spirit. Shenanigans happen. And they end up trying, um, having to encounter the other seven supernatural wonders of the school. So it's like a slice of life, supernatural story. And it's good. But then they started getting into the ghost boy's backstory. And this is where I'm getting my drama and my character development and like my emotional like resonance. And it's really good. That's cool. I know you've kind of been talking about it every week. So is it your sleeper of the season? Definitely. Oh, 100%. Um, the art style is phenomenal. The OP and ED are really good. It's my favorite ending of the season, ending credits. Um, I'm definitely in. Sweet. All right. Watch Hanako-kun, if you're not already, according to Mary. Yeah, are you going to try Single it? play approved. Maybe. Single play. If I am bored one day and want to watch it, yeah. I will. The first, like, I got into it around episode four and i'm like a hundred percent in at episode six it's really good very nice yeah so all right you want to jump into the weeklies we had some pretty good episodes this week yeah we did what do you want to hit first oh you just um you said you watched azokin today like i finished like five minutes ago how good were those first five minutes the whole episode was good because it kind of like went back to the beginning about like why she likes uh, animation and the details. And like the last clip of the episode is like the grandma throwing the tea. It, I thought the whole episode was really good. Yeah, I loved that. It was cool. I, I just loved it. The Like watching her discover her own passion for movement. Through, like, her modeling classes, she didn't want to walk. She wanted to watch the people walk and to see how they move. And just constantly watching her grandmother throw the tea and looking at the water as it splashes on the ground and then trying to recreate that. It was just like, I don't know, I didn't expect this show to go there, but it was a really awesome episode. Yeah, I liked it a lot. It might, It's not my favorite episode. First one's probably my favorite episode, but it's up there for sure. It's probably my it. favorite episode so far of Azokin. Um, probably your favorite episode. Yeah, since I'm not totally in love with the show, but I was in love with that episode. At least, I mean, not at least the first ten minutes, but the first the first five minutes were, were dope. Right before the opening, they did a really good job mm. establishing what the episode was going to do. So, A+. A plus for keep your hands off Azokan. Yeah, so now um, we saw that they're still making their robot. They're making the sounds. Oh, the episode ends with the robot club wanting to voice themselves in the anime. And it may or may <laughs> not go well. Probably not. They're not voice actors. No. But we'll see. We will see. We will have to wait a week and we will find out. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. But yeah, good episode. Really enjoyed it. Again, if you guys are listening, the score is really good. The background music, give it a listen. I mean, I don't go out of my way and listen to it by itself, but when you're in a scene and you think you're listening listening to a scene, well, wow, English. If you think you're really liking a scene, listen to the music, and that might be why. It's very good. Oh, what, in Azokin specifically? Yeah, the uh, the score is really good. I'll play, pay closer attention. Yeah, I would love, I would love to hear your thoughts on the music. I, well, I have no thoughts right now. Yeah, I but like, eventually, I would like to. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, I thought you were like, yeah, what do you think? I'm like, I just said I'll pay more attention. So we go, we on the same page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did not watch Somali because I got out of work late. Um, oops. What's next? Um, well, Chihaya, My Hero, Haiku. Let's talk about Chihaya. R.I.P. Thomas's queen, Inokuma. Ino, she did not win. Damn it, mom. <laughs> what the hell? She did not win. But it's okay. Shinobu had a cool comeback thing. She is the three-peat champion. Inokuma's trash. She will never be good ever again. What? Her career's over. Oh my god. She's dead in my mind. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, I was like, you were her fan. How dare you? But now, more importantly, it's whether Harada wins his uh, luck of the draw. So, and this is the fourth match, and it's 2-2, right? No, no, it's the fourth match. It's 2-1 Harada. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So if Harada gets this, he wins. And if Suo mm. gets it, obviously... We go to game five. We go to game five. Who do you think's going to win? Harada. Harada's going to win now. Okay. Why? If it goes to game five, he won't win. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, he has to win now. And he has that whole technique he was telling Taichi of, like, your card will be the one to get red. I don't remember much about it, but I remember him talking about it. Yeah, it was less of a technique and more just believing that your card will be red and that is how your card gets red. I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying, basically. And yeah. I was like, that's not how it, it works. It made absolutely no sense. But hey, if that's what that helps you perform, go for it. Whatever, dude. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good episode. Um, Shinobu recognizes how good Inokuma is when she says, you count the cards, they like you. Which I thought was a nice little... You played well yeah. sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Inokuma went out on a double fault. Come on, you gotta be better than that. Which is the it's clutch time. And for this is potentially the last match in her career. Bad way to go out. Yes. Yeah. You will live with that shame forever. Ugh. Just saying it <laughs> like that. I'm being very is hard sad. on her. Yeah. But I'm a joke. You are a joke. I'm a joke. Okay. The only bad things about these episodes has been there's not a lot of Tai Chi. That's true. He hasn't been in it much. Best but boy. that's okay. We'll get back to him. Oh, yeah, we will. Times a thousand. It always, it always comes back to Tai Chi. Always comes back to my boy. That's why this anime is called Tai Chi Furu. Tai Chi Furu, my favorite card. Tai Chi Furu. Okay, before I embarrass myself too late, um, my hero? My hero. Your, um, your girl was in it. I know, and she was awkward and cute. It was it was great. <laughs> she has a hobby. God forbid Music. she has a hobby that's just a hobby. I thought that was crazy. She was like, everyone has hobbies that help them become heroes. And my hobby's just a hobby. And I'm like, girl, it's a hobby. It's yeah, fun. Yeah, that's the fucking point. <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole point. If it wasn't just a hobby, it would be a job, kind yeah. of, or training. Poor Jiro. She thinks she needs, like, a worthy hobby. It's just a hobby. Her and Kaminari are cute. I was gonna say, do you ship them? But you obviously do. 100%. Or me. Yeah. Ship me. I think I definitely <laughs> ship you and Jiro over Kaminari and Jiro. But... Jira's also 15. Yeah. But it's Japan, so it's okay. Alright, next anime! <laughs> uh, wait, but what else happened? Oh, wait, we have to talk about a gentle criminal. <laughs> there's... As, Is that not the most gimmicky thing ever? As someone who read this arc, he's not much to worry about. He's like the most gimmicky 
person ever. It's like, let's make a random villain who is just a somewhat point of conflict, but isn't actually worth anything. And we have Gentle Criminal. I promise he seems like filler. He's not. He seems so much like filler. He's actually real. Oh, dear. So, keep that so, in the back of your mind. Also, Eri-chan might go to the, the school festival. Kawaii. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good for her. Yeah. Eri-chan might go, and uh, Mirio thinks it's a date, and that was awkward. Oh, wait, does he? Yeah, he was like, we'll go on a date. And she's like, what's a date? And he goes, it's when a man takes a woman out when they have an intimate relationship. And Deku's like, senpai, senpai. She's six. What the hell? That's a little weird. I mean, he didn't mean it like that. He was trying to be like the princely big brother. Yeah. But um, it was hilarious. And Intimate is not the word he was looking for. But it could have also been a translation thing. That's true, too. It could have been less creepy I mean, Mirio, in Japanese. Mirio is not a pedophile. We all know that. Mm, you don't know that. All right, next anime. <laughs> next anime. So, in the amazing world of Haikyuu, Thomas, breaking news, they're playing volleyball. Can you Holy believe it? shit. Uh, I can, and I, one thing that, like, kind of irks me, they're literally the best team in their prefecture, and they start playing Date Tech, and they're losing. They literally just beat Shiro Torizawa, and they're losing. And they're like, this match is hard. I'm like, hello, you guys should be crushing them. You're a way better team. I was also thinking that. I was also thinking that. But two things. Maybe three things, but definitely two things. One, they haven't played together as a team in a while. They've all been out kind of doing different things, so they need to get, It's been a week. Well, it was literally a week. In my life, it's been five weeks. So it's been over a month. They need to have some time <laughs> to remember Christ. how to play together. And number two, they haven't played Don- Date Tech in a while. Date Tech also has the ability to get better. And they've never been super strong against Date Tech. Like, it's not like when they. They played them once, they 2 0 them. They 2 0 them? They 2 0 them. Um, the in the uh in the fall tournament the two of them one how did you remember that because i'm a haiku aficionado okay well two then i don't know i agree i was watching the match and i was like ah, they should be winning and then and then my boy kakeyama did the most worst thing you could ever do he said something negative to the rolling thunder himself and then the episode Wait. ended, and I was so stressed out. Wait, that was really weird. Because he's just like, you're in the way. Probably because he wants someone to come up and spike it from there. Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't know. This seems a little forced, but I gotta see how it plays out. Here's I was kind of confused. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Kageyama went and played with the best of the best. And now he's back with his team, who's not the best of the best. We're really good. <laughs> But we're not the best. Like, I don't think we're going to win nationals. I don't think we should win nationals. I think it's bullshit if we win nationals. But he's no, used to... we will win nationals. Yeah. <laughs> he's used to playing with the highest of high caliber. So he was expecting something else except like, oh, the ball gets blocked, the libero gets it. I think he was expecting some other combination to happen or like he could have gone to the ball and he just has to one get used to playing with his team again it's been five weeks thomas and two get it's been eight days five weeks and two <laughs> get used to playing with people who aren't as good again and he expresses that to the one character you probably shouldn't express it to and now I'm nervous. Um, I'm not really going to project because I'm not really sure where they're going to go with this. I hope they don't do this whole, like, the team gets mad at each other kind of bullshit. Like, I'm, I'm so over that. Like, I don't want to see that. We've been through so much. But also, Nishinoya should have been invited to the national camp. 
And they even made it a point to be like, yeah, he is good enough, but they don't really invite liberos to the camp. They want to bring, like, everyone there. People who can do kind of everything. Mm -hmm. So, that's a side note. So, like, Nishinoa is, like, very good, so it's not like he's... It's not like he's dealing with someone who's not nearly as good as everyone else he played with. Because he is. We'll see what happens in the episode tomorrow. We'll see. We will. We will. But I'm very nervous for everyone. I don't know why Kageyama said that. He got to the ball. But we'll see. Yeah. I'm not not sure. I'm not going to act like I know. Because I don't. I'm a dumb. So... (laughs) We'll see. Okay, what's... Is that it? Is that everything? That is actually it. All in 20 minutes. Wow. A plus we U plus sped, U. We sped through. But we've got a... We've got a hefty... Discussion coming up. Yeah, yeah. We are going through the winners of the Anime Awards. Woo! The Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Which, unsponsored. Unsponsored. Podcast. Which is... Unsponsored for now. Yes, which is... Interesting, because Thomas, you were absent the day Gannon and I went over the nominees, so we didn't get to hear a lot of your opinions, so that'll be fun. And also, I watched, like, the last half hour of the Crunchyroll Awards, and they were really bad. In terms of, like, presentation? Yeah. It was just people sitting on- I can't say I'm on, surprised. It was people sitting on a couch, and by people, I mean anti-tubers, saying who they think should win- and then saying who won. And then there's no one to accept the award because they're all fake. Like, Isabella from The Promised yes. Neverland isn't going to come up and accept her award. So then they were just talking like, yeah, she should have won. Or no, she shouldn't. Which is the same thing they were talking about before the award, saying who should have won. Um, and it was really awkward and weird, and I'm glad I didn't watch the whole thing. Alright, that's that's good. I'm glad. That's your opinion. Yeah. But let's start with, um, let's go, let's just jump into the winners. Best ending sequence. The nominees were- Yeah, we're going backwards, guys. Yeah. We're going backwards from the website. We're saving the best for last. Um, the nominees were Hold Me Now from Carol and Tuesday, Veil from Fire Force, um, Stand By Me, Sara's On My, which I voted for, Sayonara Gakko from Dororo, which I also voted for, um- Chikato Chika Chika from Kaguya-sama and Torches from Vinland Saga. And of course, per usual, best, chica chica. best girl wins. <laughs> so Se-to-kai. yeah. I have a couple complaints. I know they don't. No, this was going to win. I know they you don't no matter. Complaints. I know they don't this matter. This one. This was. Easy, hands down. This took over the internet. Everyone loved this. I understand. I feel like it was only one episode, so I don't know whether or not it should have counted, but... 100%. It won. Um, it deserves it. There's no arguing. The Dororo, the Dororo ED was beautiful. The Sarazama ED was also beautiful. Yes. And um, the internet is trash. Yes. Yes, we are. Right. I mean, the Sarah's Stand By Me is such a good ending. It's great. But this was way bigger. This deserved to win. Yes. All right. Yes. Next All award. Right. Best opening sequence. We have Kiss Me from Carol Tuesday, Inferno by Fire Force, Touch Off, The Promised Neverland, Kawaki Wo, oh wait, yeah, Kawaki Wo Ameku, uh, Domestic Girlfriend, 99.9 Mob Psycho and Mukani Mukanjo Mukanjo yeah that's right yeah. from Vinland Saga and the winner was Mob Psycho's 99.9 which makes I'm sense I'm pretty okay with that yeah I'm, that was a great opening I'm also okay with that I didn't love the opening I didn't like the 3D in it I listened to Mukanjo at the gym so I like that opening a lot, but I voted Which for... Which one was Mukanja? Uh, Vinland Saga, the first, the first Vinland Saga, yeah. Survive Said the Prophet, they also did the first Banana Fish opening. That was really oh. good. yes. But, um... I was voting I... for The Promised Neverland, because that alto sax solo in Touch Off is na, so na, 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 good. Na, 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 na. That is not the alto sax solo. Yeah, but I, I'm a human, I can't do an alto sax solo... 
with my mouth. Anyway. All right. Thank you, Mary. So I'm okay with Mob Psycho at the end of the day. It's better than, like, I did, like, I mean, the opening for Carol on Tuesday was cute, but I don't think it should have been nominated. I think there were better openings than that this year. Last year. Attack on Titan. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's go to Best Drama. Best Drama. The nominees were Babylon, Faruba, The Promised Neverland, Carol and Tuesday, Stars Align, and Vinland Saga. And the winner was Vinland Saga. I don't view Vinland Saga as a drama. I was also thinking that. <laughs> or The Promised Neverland. I just wouldn't... I mean... Uh, like, they're up for this ward, so I'm okay with Vinland Saga winning. But uh, I voted yeah. for Babylon. I would consider Vinland Saga action and Promised Neverland, like, psychological thriller. Um, yeah. I Me guess too. those two subcategories could follow under fall under John, um, drama. Psychological um, thriller, yeah. Action, definitely not. Yeah, true. Action, definitely not. Like, Fruits Basket is a drama. Stars Align was a drama. Carolyn Tuesday was a drama. And out of those three, I would have vo- I, I voted for Stars Align because it's an amazing drama. Um, with a bad ending, but they're going to make a movie or something, so everything's fine. <laughs> um, they ran okay. out of episodes. That's all it was. And the creator said, yeah, we ran out of episodes, but we're going to keep going. So I have hope. That they're going to keep going. Um, but I mean, good for Vinland Saga. Good anime. Needs to win something. Yeah, sure. Let's give it drama. Whatever. All right. Right? I mean, what would you have... You were voting... Bleh. You were voting for Babylon? Uh, Yeah, I voted for Babylon. Yeah, so... Good in the hood. Okay. Next um, up, Apu. Next. Best Fantasy... We have Ascendance of a Bookworm, Attack on Titan Season 3, Sarazanmai, Astro Lost in Space, Kimetsu no Yaiba, and The Promised Neverland. And the winner is Attack on Titan Season 3. Oh my god. We did it. No. Oh no, I lied. The winner is The <laughs> Promised Neverland. Okay. What just happened? So, was that a joke? That was a joke. Oh, Okay. I will be angsty about Attack on Titan throughout all these awards and how they're cheated. That will be a theme. Okay. Okay. I have an issue with one thing. Well, I'm going to spoil something. First, let me get out of the way that Kimetsu no Yaiba didn't win something. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Like, I'm spoiling. If you win Anime of the Year... You should win the subcategories because you're the best show of the year. So you should win the other categories that are about your show. Like maybe you don't think it's the best director, but like how does this not win best fantasy and win anime of the year? How does that even make sense? That's what you were going for. And you know what? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. It makes no sense. But well, whatever. maybe they were just rating it on its fantasy aspects and not the show as a whole? Who? I don't know. They're, they're not experts. The people voting are fucking me and you. <laughs> well, they also, well, we I think experts. it's like 40% audience and 60% industry experts where like, honestly, I feel industry like... Industry experts, that's me and you. I, honestly, <laughs> I would consider myself to have enough knowledge to be an industry expert in voting for the anime awards. Oh, me too. So. 100%. We probably produce more content than most of these industry experts. Not to brag about ourselves, but I we do. I wouldn't say that, but I'm glad you did. That's great. Um, I think we, some of these people, we definitely do. Well, here's the thing. Let's look at the nominees. A Sentence of a Bookworm. Yeah, that's Next. fantasy. That's fantasy. I heard it was good. Sure. Attack on Titan. Anime of the Year. What do, yes, Thomas. Would you consider it fantasy? Like, when I think fantasy, I think, like, isekai. I think, like, like, Astro Lost in Space. Kind of. Astro Lost in Space, I would consider science fiction. I'm okay with Attack on Titan being considered fantasy. Okay. Sarazanmai, I would not consider fantasy. Because it takes place, See, like, in the real world. There's just, like, it a It should be a drama. Sarazanmai right? is definitely more of a drama than Vinland Saga. 
and more of a drama than it is fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Astro Lost in Space, I don't know. Demon Slayer, yeah, I can live with it being a fantasy. Cool. Promise Neverland, I can live with that being a fantasy too. Cool. Yeah. The issue here is what you said, how Anime of the Wind, Anime of the Year did not win its genre award. Yes. You know what could have happened? That doesn't make sense. People could could have just voted for anime of the year. Like, you didn't have to vote for all the categories. People could have just spammed anime of the year, and then, like, the true peeps came out. Not saying that Demon Slayer is bad. I hear it's amazing. I watched... I'm on episode 14. I just gotta pull the trigger on the rest of it. Heard the ending was incredible. The movie's coming out this year, I think. So it's not a... I mean, Kimetsu no Yaba is a good anime. We're not... This, we're not saying it isn't. It's just weird. We we know it won because of popularity and not necessarily on its merit, even though the merit is there. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Random question, totally unrelated to anime and everything. How do you spell penne? Like, like the penne? pasta? What are you doing? P-E-N-N-E. P-E-N-N-E. Oh. Why? Because uh, after we finish, I'm going to get a drink, and my friend's going to order me food. And, and I want to get the chicken baked penne, because it's really good oh at this place. God. Best comedy! Who's turned it? Am oh, I it's... reading it? No, you... I am. Okay. Um, Because you read that the winner of Best Fantasy was Attack on Titan. So... Should have been. It should have been. Best comedy! Agretzko Season 2, Isekai Quartet, My Roommate is a Cat. How heavy yeah. are the dumbbells you lift? Kagi Sama Love is War. And Sarazanmai. And the winner was expected. Kaguyasama Love is War. I still think Sure Dure Children should have won this category. Sure Dure Children came out two and a half years it's ago. It's been two years, and I still <laughs> think it should have won. I was like, am I missing something? Um, um I'm okay with this winning. Yeah, I'm okay with it too. I heard it was. I mean, it will. It's not my cup of tea, but I heard it. I hear it's great. Roommate, my roommate is a cat. I watched a couple episodes of. It was funny. Um, I wouldn't consider Sarazanmai a comedy. No, I would not either. I also didn't think Agretzko season two was very much of a comedy. I would have put that under drama. I would have put that under drama. I enjoyed Agretzko season two by all means, but it's not really a comedy. Right? I, yeah, did you no, watch I agree. Two? I'm trying to think of what comedies I watched this last year, though. I didn't watch a lot of comedies. I did watch Agretzko season two. But what was something I watched that was, like, funny? We usually, High Score Girl. I didn't watch High Score Girl. Um, I don't know. I watched High Score Girl. Congrats. But Sarah I shouldn't be on this. Sarah I should not. But I don't know what would have replaced it. I would have to go back through Mal, which I think no is, say. is down for, uh... No, Mal's back up. Mal's back up? Because I'm on their Tokiwo Kakeru Shoujo page. Oh, right, right, right. Love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm good talking about this. Kaguya-sama won. I'm fine with it. Best English voice actor. I didn't vote for this because I watched zero dubbed anime this year. So let me read this one, and then you can take the next one. Okay. Uh, English, uh, best performance in an English voice role. Um, Mob Psycho 100, the guy who played Mob. Um, Kyle McCarley. Agretz- Might as well read their names. Okay. Er- Erica Mendez, Retzko, Agretzko Season 2. Faye Mata, Aqua Konosuba. Laura Bailey, Toru Honda, Fruits Basket. Billy Kometz, Now Fumi, Rise of the Shield Hero, and Casey Mongio, Mongillo, Shinji from Neon Genesis Evangelion. A couple things about this category. One, yeah, why is Neon Genesis on this? Because Netflix redubbed it, so it's technically a 2019 dub. Oh. Uh, so I, I was actually okay. going to give them like props for nominating Shinji for this category. Since it, it is a new performance and it deserves to be considered, so that's great. Um, oh, you should read off who won. Oh, yeah. The winner was now Fumi. Billy Comets uh, from The Rising of the Shield Hero. I watched season one of Mob Psycho 100 in English, 
And um, assuming this is the same guy, the guy who played Mob was awesome. I watched Agretzko in English. Erica Mendez did great. But at the end of the... I watched the end of The Rising of the Shield Hero in English. And Billy Comets also did great. Did he do great? Now Fumi's just such an A character that he did the best he could. I felt that Senku from... Um, that word, Dr. Stone should have been nominated. He did a great job. He was also the English voice in season one of Nishikata from Tagaki-san. So just hearing him play two like totally different roles, like the shy, awkward boy and the confident science protagonist, like he's a great voice actor, just being able to hear the two sides of him. But at the end of the day, for me, Nostalgia won, and I rooted for Laura Bailey because she's the original Toru Honda. She sounded exactly the same, and it made watching <laughs> Fruits Basket really fun. That's not a bad reason to vote for her. Like, she is Toru Honda. Like, she is Toru Honda. So she went out there and was Toru Honda and deserved to win. I was really surprised when she didn't win because she's such a name in the industry, in the dubbing industry, if you can say that. I was surprised no My Hero got nominated. At all, basically, throughout the entire awards, but specifically in this category, since the dub is really popular. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I have no opinion because I watched none of these and have nothing to say about it. You watched a Gretzko in Japanese? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I don't like to talk about things I don't know anything about. No, that's fair. That's a good way to live. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're up next. Woohoo! Uh, nominees for Best Voice Actor Performance in Japan. We have Mamoru Miyano, who played Reo Niboshi from Sarazambai, who is one of the uh, police officers. Uh, Yuichi Nakamura, who is Bruno Bucciarti from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wing. Golden Wind, excuse me. Uh, Yuko Kaida, who voice acted Isabella from TPN. Sayori Miyami. Uh, who voice acted Shinobu Kocho from Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, Yukino Satsuki, who I voted for, who voice acted Ai Magase from Babylon. And Yusuke Kobayashi, who voice acted Senku from Dr. Stone. The winner, all you fucking JoJo fanboys can rejoice, because Yuichi Nakamura, who voiced Bruno Bucciarti, won. Yeah. Which, Jojo. again, I bet he did great, but I didn't watch that anime. Um, Mamoru Miyano constantly is one of the most dynamic voice actors in the industry. My favorite thing about Mamoru Miyano is that he played Tamaki Suo and Light Yagami within, like, three years of each other. Like, that's how you know a guy can act. <laughs> he could play oh, two completely yeah. different roles. And he's constantly been having these great roles. Last year, he got nominated for this award for um, the manager from um, Zombieland Saga, where he yeah, did great. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, last year, he was also in Tata Doesn't Fall in Love. He was, like, the crazy best friend, and he was so funny. He did such a good job. So, so did you vote for him? Um, No. I voted for um, Isabella. I thought it was a I'm haunting okay. performance. I'm okay with Isabella or I Magase for the most part. Um, I, I mean, I didn't. I never heard um, the Demon Slayer girl talk. Uh, Senku was fine, uh, and Mamoru Miyano was obviously good. But I heard that um, it's the, JoJo's. Yeah, I so heard... nothing matters. I heard the uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba girl is a really interesting char character, Shinobu. And mm -hmm. one day, eventually, when I catch up in Kimetsu no Yaiba, I will find out. But that is not yes. today. Correct. All right. My turn. Of course I get this one. Best couple. Um, Baki and Kozue from Baki. Mafuyu and Ritsuka Uenoyama from Given, Rika Zona, Zonazaki and Shunamagi from O Maidens, Kaguya and Miyuki Shirogane from Kaguya-sama, Reo and Mabu Sarazanmai, Ymir and Historia, Attack on Titan Season 3, Takagi and Nishikata from Takagi-san, and the winner is Takagi and Nishikata <laughs> from Takagi-san. I just realized, how were they not even nominated? 
They weren't even nominated. When we were going over this, when I was going over this with Gannon, I don't even think I said this. How are they not nominated? I don't know. There's a lots of there's a lot of sus things. We should do a whole we should like do an in-depth look and try to see like what should have been nominated for some of these. Cause like honestly, none of these couples really jump out at me. Hey. Like, Bak- hey. What, the Sarah's on my couple? No, I voted for O Maidens and Given. How did you, wait, why did you vote twice? Oh, uh, you could vote every day, so I would split my votes if I couldn't pick. Wait, hold on. That relationship sucked. This is the, this is the poor girl. They were so cute! No, he wrote an essay, or he like pretended to write an so essay cute. and just said I love you a lot. No way, that relationship sucked. Wow, Thomas, you've never been so wrong. It was adorable, and they stay together when they go to college, and she cuts her hair, and they get expelled together, but then they get back in. It was so cute. She cuts her hair? Probably. I might have made that up. Okay. Like, in the epilogue. Um, But also, the couple from Given was good. Sure, we'll take your word for it. Yeah. I'm that, okay with Kaguya and Miyuki winning. Oh yeah, we didn't even say that. Kaguya-sama won. I'm cool with them winning. I don't know if I voted for them. I can't remember who I voted but for. Not a, I probably did. They're not a couple. That's the whole point of the show. Yeah, but neither is Rayo and Mabu. Oh, uh, they and kind Ymir of are. And Historia. Half the people in this aren't even couples. And also, is Mafuyu and Ritsuka actually dating? Yes. Oh, okay. Spoilers. Okay, that's fine. I'm okay with Kaguya and Miyuki. I mean, I'm okay with it, too. It was a romantic comedy. You have the two leads of the romantic comedy. It's fine. But in my heart, it's... I mean, Takagi and Nishikata also aren't actually dating. But they basically are. But they basically are. Yeah. Okay. Best fight scene. Uh, We have Emperor Crimson versus Metallic from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Golden Wind. Ma versus Tochiro. From Mob Psycho 100 Season 2. Thorfinn versus Thorkel, Vinland Saga. Levi versus Beast Titan, Attack on Titan Season 3. Tanjiro and Nezuko versus Rui from Kimetsu no Yaba. And Ushiwakamaru versus Tiamat and Great Fate Grand Order, Absolute Demonic Front, Babylonia. And the winner is Levi versus the Beast Titan, Attack <laughs> on Titan Season 3. Which is perfect because that's also what I voted for. Yeah, but it didn't actually win because the shit is rigged and everyone's opinion is no. wrong. Thomas, you have not <laughs> seen this fight. You don't know. I'm I, sure it was great. I heard this fight was amazing. Ufotable is amazing. I know. I'm just being salty. Uh, Tanjiro and Netsuko versus Rui won. But I'm still salty. Levi versus the Beast Titan was fucking cool. I'm can a salty twenty-five-year-old man. Can you help me with something, Ushiwakamaru? Ushiwakamaru. There's someone from Yu Yu Hakusho with a very similar name. He's in the Dark uh, Tournament. Uh. Uh. It's like something Wakamaru. He's like a sword guy. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He's the um. He's in the third round. So chorus of a thousand skulls guy, Shishiwakamaru. Holy yes, 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 Thomas. A plus. Yeah, and he he fights uh, Genkai. Yes, Shishiwakamaru. Mirror reflection blast. Okay. And, uh, she beats him. He remember he goes, I'll slice you in half, and then she uses mirror reflection blast, and she gets all young and cute. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That was bothering me. It's funny because Shishiwakamaru and Ushiwakamaru. The only difference is Ushi, and Ushi means cow. I think so. That's funny. Moo. Next category, best score. Again, convenient that I'm getting this category. Uh, Hiroyuki Sawano, Attack on Titan, Go Shina and Yuki Kajiura, Demon Slayer, Yugo Kano, Jojo, Maki, Carolyn Tuesday, Tatsuya Kato, Hiroaki Tsutsumi, and Yuki Kanesaka from Dr. Stone, and Kevin Penkin, The Rising of the Shield Hero. Kevin Penkin! Honestly... The score in The Rising of the Shield Hero was really good. If you yeah, listen Kevin to Penkin's it, fucking sick. I actually He's rec- so good. I recently downloaded the um, Made in the Abyss soundtrack, easily one of the best anime soundtracks of all time. 
and um, it's so good. But the winner was Maki, Carolyn Tuesday, which makes sense because it's a music anime. However, I would consider most of its music insert songs and not score, and I feel like the, the actual background score of the anime did not stand out that much to me. So I wouldn't have given it to this if this was like best insert song or like best music. But when you use the word best score, I think of something that isn't this. But that's okay. Um, I talked about this on when we were going through the nominees, so I don't want to tread on it too hard. But what do you think, Thomas? Um... I mean, I didn't watch Carol on Tuesday, so I imagine it's good. Uh, I think you're being a little too picky with it. I mean, people who vote aren't musical prodigies like you, Mary. Oh, so... thank you. I don't think I'm that good. I was kind of being sarcastic. Well, fuck you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but I think a lot of these anime had really good music. Uh, the Rise and Shield had really good music. Attack on Titan had really good music. Um, I'm... Nothing that, like, stood out to me that I thought this should 100% win. So I'm okay with it. I didn't watch Carol on Tuesday, so I can't yeah. say. But I'm sure the music was very good. Okay, right. next category. Best character design. Yes, uh, I won this have... category. Okay. Uh, Wait, so are the people who are up for it the people who did the character designs? Yes, not the characters. Okay, I'll read them off so we give credit to everyone. We have yeah. Suna Nore Saito, original character designed by Eiska Kubonochi, uh, Carol on Tuesday, Yuko Iwasa, Dr. Stone, Kayoko Ishikawa, original character designed by Migi Sarazanmai, Satoshi Iwataki, original character designed by Hiroyuki Asada, Dororo, Yuko Yahiro, original character designed by Aka Akasaka, uh, Kaguya-sama Love is War, and Takahiko Abiru, original character designed by Makoto Yukimura of uh, Inland Saga. And Mary's Pride and Joy one, <coughs> Dororo takes his Satoshi Iwataki uh, done by Hiroyuki Asada. And I know I said this, but I feel like it's a really good point, so I'm going to say it again. I feel like this is the one that like had some major character design actually go into play, because they had to take a late 60s manga and modernize it, but still have the characters be identifiable as themselves and fit an entirely different like genre. Like It was dark, it was suspenseful, it was nothing like the manga. They basically took these characters out of their story and put them into an entirely different story and they had to still make them look like themselves but reflect the different setting. And I feel like they did that awesomely and I was really happy that they won. Go Dororo! I wish the ending was better. Yeah, I mean, I think every... I, I guess there's some nominees here that I'm like, I don't know. But also, character design is kind of weird, because a lot of times, like, this isn't an original adaptation. Like, Vinland Saga, there's a whole manga where the uh, the author and the illustrator drew it. So it's not like this is new, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. That's why I was happy that Dororo won, because it actually took some innovative design. Whereas, like, Dr. Stone, you just make them look like in the anime, Sarazama is an original, I understand that, but Kaguya-sama and Vinland Saga aren't. Carol on Tuesday is also an original, but they also just, like, look like people. Yeah, that's that's my thing. Like, if this was manga, Vinland Saga should win 100%, because I think the mangaka is amazing. But mm -hmm. the animation, it's, it's not like the animator made those characters. It's a weird category to judge when everything is not original it's not well, like it's darling in the franks you know yeah well dororo deserved to win and they won and i was able to leave the anime awards happy okay i can live with that yeah your turn um i think uh well you did two back to back earlier so i'll do two now yeah best animation we have nominees attack on titan season three which won't win because everything hates me Fake Grand Order Absolute Demonic Front, Babylonia. Uh, oh, I'll read the studios. So Attack on Titan was Studio Wit. Fake Grand Order was Cloverworks. Sour Zombie was Mappa. Demon Slayer was UFOtable. Mob Psycho was Studio Bones. And Vinland Saga was also Wit Studio. And, and Wit Studio lost twice. Wit Studio had two out of the six. They lost. 
Mob Psycho 100 won. I voted for Attack on Titan. I voted for Attack on Titan. Oh, no, wait. So I, good. I split my votes between Attack on Titan and Demon Slayer because Demon Slayer looked fire. I can't Dem- believe Demon Slayer didn't actually win this. Demon Slayer looks, looked like a movie every single episode. The animation was sick. How did it not win? Because and it's anime of the it. year. That's, but it should win that this too. This is what I don't get. Like, who are, where are all the people who voted for it for anime of the year? Which I'm fine with it winning. But, like, shouldn't all those people be like, yeah, the animation was also the best? I don't know. There's yeah. some sus people voting for this. But uh, Mob, Mob Psycho also looked great, so it's all good. For sure. Yeah. Every, for sure. every one of these could have gotten it. Maybe it, Vinland Saga got a little janky. And Surazama had very good animation. I wouldn't say it was standout. But, um, yeah. Everyone else, everyone did a good job. Go everyone. Yeah, this is an award for everyone. You all did wonderful. Best Director. Oh, yay! Tetsuro Araki and Masashi Koizuka, Attack on Titan, Shinichiro Watanabe and Motonobu Hori from Carol on Tuesday, Kunihiko Ikuhara, Sarazanmai, Kiyotaka Suzuki, Babylon, Yuzuru Tachikawa, Mob Psycho 100 Season 2, and Shuhei Yabuta, Vinland Saga, and the winner is Thomas. Attack on Titan, Tetsuro Araki, and Masashi Koizuka. We did it, Reddit. We won. We are the anime of the year. No one respects us, but we took it down with the best direction. Let's go. Shirts off for Attack on Titan Season 3. So it's funny because um, there was um, sort of controversy at the Oscars this year. And they were like, how can you be nominated for Best Director and not Best Anime? Because you would think if it has the best direction and the best person leading it, it would be one of the best. And, um, LOL, Attack on Titan wins Best Direction and is not even nominated for Anime of the Year. And Yaiba isn't even nominated for Best Director. Wow. Thomas, your eyes can see all things. These awards kind of suck. The more I think about it, the more these suck. Uh, the thing is with this direction, though, like, what's the, I'm like, I don't know enough about film and about cinematography to be able to be like, oh, yeah, between Vinland Saga and Carol and Tuesday, Vinland Saga had so much better direction. Like, the only time I really noticed direction was last year when Devilman Crybaby was nominated for this, and it won, of course, because, um, like, you could see that there was intent in the shots, but unless it's, like, really obvious, like, I don't know what this is. Um, I don't know. I mean, well, I think that exactly what you said, like, it isn't always just the story. It's how you present the story, right? Like, and a lot of times you don't have to follow a hundred percent how the manga did it, or like the OC content, right? Even though yeah, o- OC don't have to say content. It's implied and stated. But um, like something like Carol and Tuesday, I could totally see someone being like, "Oh wow, they made this story about two girls who play music actually really interesting." Um, like I thought, stars on my the. Director did a lot of cool stuff with the, sh- with the animation and the shots in the show, um, but like I didn't feel that way about Vinland Saga. Like I felt like Vinland Saga was just like yeah a worse version of the manga. <laughs> I understand. Okay. So yeah, and Attack on Titan won. So this award is the most legit award going on. That's true. Like, whereas I think about best score a lot more than most people, other people think about best director more than me. And it's just the way the world is. I'm an Mm -hmm. industry professional. Next category. Oh, can I read best girl because I'm a trash can? It is your turn. Thank you. Uh, Carol and Tuesday from Carol and Tuesday. This is for best girl. No, instantly wrong. Only one of them was nominated. Oh, did I say Carol and Tuesday twice? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Carol from Carol and Tuesday. Emma from The Promised Neverland. Nezuko Kamado from Kimetsu no Yaba. Chika Fujiwara from Kaguya-sama Love is War. Kohaku from Dr. Stone. 
and Raftalia from the Rising of the Shield Hero. You weebs came out to play. Raccoon Girl takes the W, Raftalia, the Rising of the Shield Hero. I'm surprised. This is a crazy category. Chica could have won. Nezco should have kind of could have won. And um, Raftalia, out of left field, she was at one point the best girl. And then all these other characters came in, and it's interesting to see her come out on top at the end. I think this award showcases how much of a piece of shit we are as anime fans, where there's so many great girls, but a girl with raccoon ears and a tail will always win. We literally picked the Tanuki slave. We did. And you know what? Like, I'm not surprised. And this is just who we are. And we just have to roll with it. We gotta roll with the punches. We are living trash cans. Us anime fans. Next category. Conveniently, (laughs) I will take best boy. Best Best boy. boy. Bruno Bucciarati from JoJo. Kanata Hoshijima from Astro Lost in Space. Kyakimaru Dororo. Naruzo Machio, how heavy are the dumbbells you lift? Tanjiro Kamado, Demon Slayer, and the winner, Shigeo Mob Kageyama. I was Mob wondering, why did you skip Mob? So here's the thing. I wanted Mob to win. Mob is best boy to me. Tanjiro is also a great boy, though. Like, I'm fine with Tanjiro winning best boy. Mob is just like normal best boy where tanjiro is like demon best boy so i always go for like stereotypical best boy but i can see tanjiro winning by the way tanjiro won (laughs) i'm okay with tanjiro winning i think i voted for mob i'm very sure i voted for mob i'm a little upset that dororo didn't get nominated for best boy dororo's a girl yeah, but, like, he's basically a boy. He pretends to be a boy. That's not how being a boy works. Then Dororo should have been nominated for Best Girl. Okay. I can live with that. Also, it's been a couple years, but Hina from March Comes In Like a Lion should have also been nominated okay. for Best Girl. Okay, we're gonna go to Best Antagonist. <sighs> Alright, we have Ai Magase from Babylon, Askeladd from Vinland Saga, Isabella from The Promised Neverland, Angela from Carol Tuesday, Garo from One Punch Man Season 2, and Overhaul, My Hero Academia Season 4. So many good antagonists. Like, five of these characters I really like, and one I never, I didn't watch the anime. Angela's not a pro, Angela's not an antagonist. She's just a girl trying to make it. Okay. Yeah. So there's five characters who I would be okay with all of them winning. I think they're all really great villains and characters. I think Asuka is an amazing character. Garo was such a cool character. Like, he was the best part of One Punch Man Season 2. Isabella, evil as hell. Aimagase, extra evil as hell. Overhaul, also, like, really crazy shit. Uh, But Isabella won, and I'm okay with it because all these characters were really great. Yeah, I mean, I voted for Isabella. I was splitting my vo- my votes between Isabella and Imagase, but, you know, Isabella won. She's, she's, she's a villain, but she's not evil, but she's evil. She's a complex character, which is why we love her. It was good. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Best Con- protag, my boy won. I'm pumped. Best protagonist, the nominees are Emma. Promise Neverland, Saitama, One Punch Man, Tanjiro, Demon Slayer, Hyakimaru, Dororo, Toru Honda, Fruits Basket, and the winner, my boy, Senku, from Dr. Stone. And here's why. Dr. Stone, Mr. Senku, is like a character you don't see all the time. He's like strong-willed and determined and really smart, and he's kind of an asshole, but not really. He's also really kind He's not, like, super arrogant, but he's just got, like, that cocky air that helps him, like, get through certain situations. I found him to be a really refreshing and exciting protagonist to watch in the weird show and universe that he's in. And I feel like he was the standout here because he was the only one that seemed different to me. 
like Emma is shown in protagonist, are friends. Saitama's just lazy. Tanjiro, we basically said, is mob psycho, but with demons. Hyakimaru can't speak for half the show. And he is also not even the main character, I would argue. Yeah, like the show's <laughs> called Dororo, and you nominated Hyakimaru. And, um, I mean, they could be co-protags. And Turo Honda, I love her, but she's also a doormat. So, she yeah, Senku. Senku wins. I don't remember what I voted for. I think I voted for Emma. I'm okay with Senku winning. I think he's a good character. Yeah. Alright. The final one. Anime of the Year. We Guys, already get ready. We, we know Thomas is a little traumatized, so just Kimetsu get no ready. Yaiba won. The other nominations were Attack on <laughs> Titan Season 3. Wit Studio. Attack on no. Titan Season 3. Wit Studio. Attack on Titan Season 3. Wit Studio. <laughs> Attack on Titan Season 3 with Studio, and finally, Attack on Titan Season 3 with Studio. <laughs> no, what I was actually nominated for it was Carol Tuesday, Studio Bones, Mob Psycho, Studio Bones, TPN, Cloverworks, Yaiba, UFOtable, Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season, Le Deuce, uh, Villain Saga, Studio Wit. Wait, so, one second, one second. Oh Maidens, oh Maidens wasn't nominated for best drama. Why the hell is it up for anime of the year? How did it get to anime? How did it do that? What the hell? What am I missing? I'm clicking. I don't care. What was going on last year that Oh Maidens in Your Savage Season is up for this? Like this must be a mistake. It could have been anime of the year. It was a really good episode, and it was a really good season. And then the ending wasn't that great. I but, mean, um, Shokugeki no Soma wasn't up for a single award. That's uh, true. Best boy, best girl. Fire Force was not up for anything, basically. It, got, it was up, it like was up opening. Opening. Karakai's Jozu no Takagi-san, zero awards. It's up for. Um, best comedy, best couple. Um, Attack on Titan, not nominated to this. Please kill me. All they uh, had to do was take out O Maidens and put in Attack on Titan, and the whole category would make sense. You could have probably put in like six different anime, and I'd be a little bit more okay with this. Um, what was Winter? I'm going. I'm flipping through all these anime right now. Even like it. Rising the Shield Hero, like that was more popular than that. Kaguya-sama was more popular than that. Kakigurui Season Two I, was probably just as popular as that. Um, I'm surprised Boogie Pop didn't get nominated for Best Drama. That was good. I still haven't finished it, but I like it a lot. Could have put Suri Duri Children up there. That would have made more sense. <laughs> yeah, honestly, Anime of the Year, every year, Suri Duri Children. Or, like, Five Tuba no Hanayome. Like, people love that shit. Sure. I can't believe... I, as much as I liked O Maidens in Your Savage Season... I just wasn't ever going to put it up for Anime of the Year. Here's the thing. I totally get Demon Slayer winning. It was definitely the internet's Anime of the Year. When I went to anime conventions this year, everyone was dressed as Demon Slayer. There were more Demon Slayer people than My Hero people. It was huge. So I get it. it in, a, in a way, it was the Anime of the Year. For, like, the collective. Um... I'm not upset Attack on Titan didn't win. I'm upset it didn't get nominated. It didn't get nominated. It should have won. Because any of these could have won. Carol on Tuesday was good. Mob Psycho was great. Promised Neverland was my personal anime of the year. Demon Slayer was also really good. I'm just lazy. And Vinland Saga was also really good. I just got lazy. So, like, it's just weird. And O Maidens was good, but it wasn't on the caliber of these and it just could have been attack on titan it wasn't like oh maidens is an anime that i enjoyed watching but it's yeah. not nearly as good as any of the rest of these i mean we've been through there's a lot of sus things going on in um what the nominations for sure i hate that word sus sus it's the truth I though I know what it means. It's just like, it's you're one syllable away from saying the freaking word. Just I say the word. Ugh, man. Why? 
Why did Raftalia win? I had no <laughs> respect for us. <laughs> Damn you, weebs. Why did you do this to me? Um, also another thing just to point out, no best movie. No movie nominations, no movie category. No Tenki, no Tenki, no Co, no Pro Mayor. Pro Mayor should have won best score. Yeah. Um, it should have. <coughs> so excuse me. But yeah, so those are the anime awards. Thomas loved them. I want to die. <laughs> Everything's fine. Ugh. Okay, I'm gonna parse through this more in detail and maybe do a write up about why these award nominations suck. Maybe that's what I'll think, do next week. I don't think they suck. The nominations. Oh. I've got problems, Mary. I got problems. I don't think they suck. I think there were Mistakes some. Were made. There were some big snubs. Again, like my boy Flammy said. Also, Chia Fudu wasn't nominated for anything. It wasn't nominated Ugh. for best score, which it should have been. <clears throat> tai Chi should have won best boy single handedly again. And um, like Hina from March comes in like in a line wasn't even nominated. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It's like, there's there's a little Crunchyroll bias going on because, like, Takagi-san didn't, was a Netflix thing. Um, I mean, Kawaki, wa, or, sorry, uh, Domestic Girlfriend got nominated for something. Like, come on. Like, no one actually watched that anime. I'm surprised um, the quintessential quintuplets didn't get nominated for anything. As so I said, actually... five, two, bon, no, something. That's oh. the quintessential quintuplets. I'm not weeb enough to understand. I was just reading. I don't actually know the name. Yeah. But yeah. I'm a, little, so those... I'm a little fired up after it. There's some things I agree with. I got some issues. But that's the whole point of this. If we all agreed with it, it wouldn't be fun. I guess, yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. I we're wanna, done I, here. We are done here. We're closing shop on this episode. Mary, take it away. Guys, thank you for listening to a uh, really heated episode of your favorite weekly anime podcast, Anime Double Play. We will see you next week for some more stuff. Watch Hanako-kun. It's really good. And we'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs>